millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. programs and patrons it is that time again for our patreon extra episode every month and my name is jason robbins and my name is derek diamond and usually we do a commentary track but we could not get everybody scheduled coordinated this month to do a commentary track so derek you want to tell them what we're talking about this month we're talking about ahsoka the latest star wars series which I'm assuming we're going to just talk about all the spoilers. Yeah, since this is, uh, I was going to say. I don't think we can't talk about them. <laughs> up front, um, just, just up front, this is going to be very spoiler-filled. Uh, just this last week, we're recording this on September, what is today's date? The 24th. 24th. So episode 6 just dropped this last week. So we're coming up on episode 7 this next week. Um, so we just saw the return of the man himself. Grand Admiral Thrawn, and uh, so that's where we left off at with this last episode. So where do we want to start? Do we want to start with that and work backwards, or do we want to start from the beginning and work our way forwards? Uh, it's the most current, so yeah, we can. Um, I'm sure we can, you know, sprinkle in some some details as um, you know, for previous episodes as well. But that's kind of what everybody's been talking about. You know, Thrawn has been around for a long time, mm-hmm. but Since... even before. You know, Disney bought Star Wars and made all the the extended universe not canon. Yeah, I think uh, of- 1990 was when uh, Heir to the Empire came out. I'm pretty sure ni- it was 1990. That that sounds about right. And, and, you know, we've talked about things that should be brought back as canon, like most notably Shadows of the Empire. But something that was, I think was on everybody's mind, you have to bring Thrawn in mm-hmm. because he is just that good of a villain like to me he is just as good as vader and palpatine like in a different way yeah but that's what makes him just as scary like he's 
his physical presence, you know, seeing him in live action for the first time was was fantastic. And they got um, what was his name? Lars uh, Mickelson. Lar- Lars Mickelson, yeah, who voiced Thrawn in the Rebels cartoon to play the live action version, which I think is great because he had a great voice in the cartoon that translated over into Ahsoka. And he's just his presence is amazing. I as someone who's, you know, worked in movies and love, you know, I love characters. It was just it was amazing to see for the first time when I saw the the Star Destroyer with the the Chimera design under it. I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, that was the coolest part to me because, uh, you know, I read Heir to the Empire as soon as it came out when I was a kid. I was like 13 when that book came out, 12 or 13 years old. And Grand Admiral Thrawn, you know, being the ultimate villain that rivals, if not more so than more of a military mind than even uh, the Emperor was, this is a guy who could keep the Empire together. (laughs) You know, he's he's not affected by the Force in any way. He is just literally a genius military tactician who can rally the remnants of the empire together in a way that would rival the empire at its height. And to see him finally in live action for the first time was so freaking cool. Over 20 years in the making. And it is, that's been one of the, the many highlights of the show. Cause I, I know we haven't talked in detail about it really since the first episode or two, but how do you feel about Ahsoka as a whole compared to like Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and the other Star Wars shows? I feel it is they. I feel like they were learning a lot on their way to this series. Like we had, you know, the the Mandalorian, which is by far one of the best things Star Wars has done ever. Um, there's been a few missteps here and there in the the Mandalorian. Uh, you know, uh, seasons here and there. And I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything bad. I'm just saying there's a, there's a few questionable things in there. Uh, you know, um, what was, um, what was the next thing? It was book of Boba Fett, which was yep. very divisive among fans. Um, there's the Obi-Wan series. That's been divisive among fans. Um, I think everybody that has seen, um, Oh, what was his name? Uh, the, uh, from rogue one, um, the last series we had. Oh, Andor. Andor. I don't know why that slipped my mind. Andor, everybody can agrees, is is grown-up Star Wars. Like, it's excellent. And I think, you know, Mandalorian is kind of like bubblegum Star Wars. Andor is the adult drama Star Wars. And I think Ahsoka is a great blending of those two. You get the bubblegum, but you also get the, the great drama with it as well. Yeah, and even when, you know, Ahsoka made her live-action debut in The Mandalorian and we got the tease of Thrawn saying that, you know, that she's been searching for him and where he's gone. And they announced, you know, the Ahsoka series. And I I don't know about you, but I was expecting there to be some elements of Rebels that would carry over because it would make so much sense because of the relationships, you know, that all those characters have had. And the first thing that jumped out to me, especially in that first episode, seeing all the the rebels 
content, like the characters and even some of the environments in live action was so freaking cool. Oh, it's basically just Rebels Season 5 in live it action is, and, is what this is. And I will say I have not heard nearly as many complaints about Ahsoka as I have from the other series, but that's been like the most consistent one is that, well, it's it's basically a, a new season of Rebels. But I don't look at that as a bad thing because I, I feel like I'm in the minority that I actually like Rebels more than I liked Clone Wars. Yeah, Not to say that Clone Wars was bad because i don't think that at all i was just drawn into the characters and the story of rebels more that and i like that time period between episodes three and four and i think they're finally understanding what makes star wars special and it's not <clears throat> how do i explain this like the way they went wrong with the prequels like yes as fans we like we wanted more of the same, we got more of the same, so they did something different, and we screamed about that, but I think they're finally taking what we loved about Star Wars originally, and they're giving us new characters that we love just as much as we loved those characters in the original Star Wars trilogy, and even though they might, they're not going to be around very long, because, you know, Ray Stevenson, who is one of the most compelling characters in Star Wars since... I don't know. I I don't know who else to compare him to. Like I just, I just I want an entire series with just him. But the sad thing is, we're not going to get it because he passed away as soon as they got done filming. So right, uh, that's what really sucks about it, is like he's one of my favorite characters in the last twenty years of Star Wars. I don't know what it is about him, but there's something. He's not evil. He's not good. There's just something about him that's just. I don't know what it is. There's something about him and I can't put my finger on it. Well, I think you just paid him a huge compliment that you can't compare him to another Star Wars character because I I'm in the same boat as you. Like I, I was drawn to him instantly and you know, I, I knew that he had passed away after filming was done. So I was really curious to see what his character was like. Cause they, not only do they bring back, a lot of the characters from rebels but they do introduce some new ones as well his being the most interesting because we saw in the last episode he's looking for something mm -hmm. it's something that even you know like those in higher power in this new galaxy are afraid of so it makes you wonder what could that be mm -hmm. and i I have an interesting theory on that. Now, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but let's hear it. <laughs> we do. We do have that movie coming out. I think James Mangold is directing it about the very first Jedi. Mm -hmm. What if there's something that dates back to the like the discovery of the force? Yeah. And the foundation of the Jedi, because he talked about breaking the cycle with, you know, the Empire rising and falling. And then yeah. we know in the sequels, we got the first order that rose to power what if it's something that dates back, you know, like to the foundation of the Jedi Order? Well, I, I think I, that would be really cool. I would think it would have to, and it has to originate, if not from that planet, then from that that galaxy that they're in, the different galaxy, because that they're connected by those uh, the 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 space whales, and I uh, can't remember uh, the name of them right yeah. now, but. I'll look that up real quick. It, it start. I've said it several times, but of course I can't remember it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. My brain, I can't retain the names of stuff these days in Star Wars. I used to soak it up like crazy. Purgles. 
What Kurgles? Yeah, Kur- that's Kurgles. Kurgles. Yeah. Yep. Um, it has something to do with that because you know they had that huge Purgle graveyard and all that. What if there's something? And with the Night Sisters being there, like, do they originate from that planet, or did the Night Sisters, like, why are they there on that planet, and they're also on um, the 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 planet they can't they were on, in um, in the Star Wars galaxy? Like, it has something to do with them, the original Jedi. I don't know what it is, but it's got. I hope they do harken back to that, very, you know, the very first Jedi Order, maybe. Because that's the next thing that I'm most excited about is seeing like how everything started. Like, how are they going to explain that? Like, we've seen the sequels, and now we're getting you know, stuff that takes place even before the prequels, like with the High Republic uh, comic book series. But we go back even farther. You know, the the early comparisons say that it's going to be like a Ten Commandment style epic, cool. which I'm which <laughs> intrigues me. I'm not going to lie. So it's like, it's just, cur- it's going to be exciting to see what all happens with that aspect of the story. So I, I'm hoping that it's something like that. It could be something completely different, but that's what's great is that we don't know. I know. And it's like, where, where and I trust Dave Filoni <laughs> because he is the, you know, the Star Wars, uh, uh historian librarian whatever you want to call him he worked directly with george lucas and i I think he has george lucas's blessing with whatever he wants to do with the star wars universe but also i think he he wants to keep it within george lucas's vision but but also do something different with it and what better way to do something different with it than go to a different galaxy Mm mm-hmm and I mean, it makes sense because, you know, as big as the galaxy is, the universe is ever expanding. So it, it's going somewhere that we have never been before, because that that is a criticism that I've heard from Star Wars. And I don't entirely disagree with is that we have this vast universe and all these planets, but we keep yeah. focusing <laughs> on like the Skywalker family yeah. and other characters. So I'm glad we're finally getting new characters and new environments. Here's a character I want to ask your opinion on. And I love the, the voice actor for this character, but who Yang. Oh, love who Yang with David Tennant as the voice. So good. I, I really like the fact that they still put emphasis on the droid characters. You know, we get appearances from chopper, which is great, Mm -hmm. but the war has been one of my favorite aspects of of the show and you know david Tennant uh, being the voice is picture perfect well the thing about hu yang is it might go towards your theory because hu yang is over twenty five thousand years old um Mm -hmm. and he has never had a memory wipe he knows everything there is to know about the jedi order from the very beginning so what if they get to where they're going you know him and ahsoka are in the basically the belly of the whale so to speak at this point on their way to the new uh galaxy what if they get there and he recognizes something that's there you know like that's how we find out what's going on with uh with balin and you can have hu yang make an appearance in this movie about the foundation of the jedi yeah 
I I like that. I didn't even consider that. So that that's there's so many things that they could do. And like I said, that that's why I like this series is that we don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. You know, with the prequels, we all knew how it was going to end up. But with this, we we don't really know. And what about Mr. Kim himself, Captain Carson Tiva? <laughs> Holding the damn military together, his damn self. <laughs> he is the unsung hero of this era of Star Wars. He is the he glue is... holding the New That's... Republic together. I was going to say, like, glue or, you know, <laughs> held together with duct tape and chicken wire. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's it's... It's cool to see him like he's become a recurring character in this new era of Star Wars. You know, like he was in um, The Mandalorian and just seeing him was is always a highlight. We've gotten appearances from uh, Mon Mothma mm-hmm. as well, which has been really cool. So there there are still connections. We got a Leia reference in one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. So we've got, you know, still a little bit of connection to the the original trilogy. And also this last episode, we finally, not only did we get to see the first ever appearance of Thrawn, live action appearance of Thrawn, we finally got to see Ezra Bridger as well in live action. Rocking the beard. Yeah. <laughs> With, uh, I can't remember what they were called, but there are these like turtle-like yeah. aliens. Those things are cool. I like yeah, those. Yeah. And the cool thing is I was, I've watched the episode back a couple of times and I can't tell if they're fully CG or if they used practical effects or if it's a blend of both. I think it's a blend of both because they look way too real to be like they look tactile. Like you could actually touch they look like they're in the real space. Mm-hmm. They don't look CGI to me at all. But that's that's how good they look. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like you know, just like, how did you guys, man? I'm sure they'll, they'll do a behind the scenes, you know, gallery series like they did with Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. Uh, so that that's something that I'm really excited to see. But, you know, they, they've been building to it since episode one. They've wanted to find Ezra because he essentially sacrificed himself to keep Thrawn away from the galaxy. So I don't think he's going to be very pleased when he finds yeah. out that Thrawn's <laughs> found a way back. He's yeah. like... I've been stranded here for nothing, <laughs> but, but seeing him and, you know, Sabine Wren reunite was really cool. And I can't wait to see him reunite with Ahsoka and potentially Hera, you know, that that'll be, that'll be awesome. Yeah. I like the look that, uh, that she gave that when he said, I, Oh, I can't wait to get back. And that just, that look on her face is like, Oh, Sabine's like, Oh, I'm going to have to tell him yeah. <laughs> the only way we have He's, back is aboard gonna, this uh, uh with we have to hitch a ride with Thrawn back. Yeah. Well, there there are some uh some space whales on the way. Yeah. But they don't know that though. It's true. Maybe they'll find out this week. But there is one thing we haven't talked about yet mm-hmm. that we've got to get into. Oh yeah, I know it's coming. The <laughs> the appearance I I don't know about you, but I am all aboard the Hayden Christensen redemption bandwagon. Mhm. We got Hayden not not as Darth Vader, but as Anakin 
and the world between worlds. So I'm like, when that happened, so it was two episodes ago, um, Ahsoka is fighting Balin, and it appears that she gets pushed off a cliff and dies. And then when she wakes up and you see this kind of like wavy water like material around her, I'm like, they're hmm. going to do it. <laughs> they're actually going to do it. And then, you know, she stands up and she's in the world between worlds, which was introduced in, in rebels. And I think it's going to have a bigger role in other series. And we see Anakin and that was a heck of a cliffhanger yeah. to leave on. Uh, and then we came back the next episode and we get a flashback with Clone Wars era uh, Hayden Christensen with the same haircut. You know, he's got the, the, the Clone Wars armor on and we get a young Ahsoka, live action Ahsoka, and we get a, a Captain Rex for about three seconds. Um, but what did you think about that whole flashback sequence oh like my jaw was on the floor the whole time like i there were rumors and i had assumed that we would get that if they went the world between worlds route but still seeing it in live action and like you know it opens to this really foggy looking desert and when i saw the first clone trooper i'm like they're they're gonna do a clone wars flashback yeah and it's funny because people are saying like oh they should do a full series on that and i'm like right. they already they did, did. <laughs> yeah, it's great it's on disney plus go watch it uh but yeah seeing him you know with the the short hair and seeing the the younger ahsoka which i don't know if you know this but the the actress who plays young ahsoka also played young gamora in infinity war oh okay it's like I if i'm her that. i just retire yeah, after no this because you've been in marvel you've been in star wars <laughs> what else she gonna do so uh, do you, uh, there's been a lot of speculation on whether or not that was actually Anakin's force ghost. Cause basically what he was there to do was give Ahsoka his final lesson for her to right. become, you know, a master or whatever. And the lesson that I took away from it is if you watched the whole Rebels series, uh, and Clone Wars Rebels and everything, I think Ahsoka blamed herself for Anakin's fall to the dark side. And I think this lesson was for him to say, this was not, this would have happened either way. It, whether you had teamed up with Darth Maul or not, this would have happened either way. Yep. No, I 100% agree. And it was kind of a cool look back at, you know, the last episode of the Obi-Wan series because Obi-Wan blamed himself mm -hmm. for it also. And Anakin even said, I'm not your failure. So I think this is his way of saying this. This was my doing. You know, I blame no one else but myself for it. So I'm 100 percent in agreement with you. And those flashes between Anakin and Darth Vader were masterful. <laughs> Some of the best shots in all of Star Wars. Dude, when, he, when she's laying on the bridge and he's coming after her and he's flashing in between Darth Vader and Anakin, I was just like, holy shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we got um, you know, Anakin not in the Vader suit, but with a red lightsaber mm -hmm. for the first time. And he had the yellow eyes. And Ahsoka even flashed the yellow eyes when they were having the, the lightsaber duel in the world between worlds. So it's... 
I, I like the theory that, you know, it, it is Anakin's force ghost, but he's found a way to control. Like he still has the darkness in him, mm-hmm. but he can control it. And I think that's what he was trying to pass on to Ahsoka as well. That's why her eyes were flashing yellow is because you can be both there. You know, the force and that's one of the big things that in the books before Disney took over was Luke coming to realize that there is no light or dark. There is just the force and it's your intention with, mm-hmm. with how you use it. So I think that was Ahsoka, you know, him, his final lesson to Ahsoka was you can, you don't have to be light or dark. You can just be, you know, how, uh, whatever you are, you know, yeah, it's you be your intention. you. Yeah. You be you. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm in a hundred percent agreeance with that. And the crazy thing is all this stuff has happened and we've still got two episodes to yeah. go. <laughs> are they doing eight or 10? I thought it was 10 episodes. I want to say it's, I want to say it's eight. I'll look that up real quick. Okay. Yeah. It only t- tells you. Uh... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Up to part six on IMDb. Okay, I want to say it's... I want to say it's eight episodes. God, I yeah, wish, the, I wish the it la- was ten. <laughs> that's right, because it ends the same week that Loki premieres. Okay. So, yeah, so we got two episodes left. Ooh, we got a lot of story to wrap up in two episodes. I think we're going to end on a cliffhanger. I think it's going to end mind. with <laughs> Thrawn bringing together the, the remnants of the Empire. Because there's supposed to be a movie that wraps all these series up, like including Mandalorian. So I think it's going to be the closest we get to an heir to the empire movie. Yeah. We might get a DH Luke in there somewhere, but that that's where I think this is going. I think it's going to end on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And I think, uh, Ahsoka might be, uh, sacrificing herself (laughs) at some point. Because, I mean, as much as I love Rosario Dawson, I know that she's kind of expensive <laughs> to be playing this character. And, and I actually did make a meme last week that was uh, inspired by another podcast I listened to. And it's, uh, it's Jeff Goldblum looking in the, the TV on Jurassic Park. And he's like, uh, you, you are going to have some uh, Ahsoka in your, your Ahsoka show, right? <laughs> that was pretty good Jeff Goldblum impression. <laughs> that. Yeah, I mean... 
normally I will, I'm not happy when they kind of depart from the main character of a show to showcase other things. But in this sense, I was okay with it because it is actually a relevant part of the story. Mm. And you can only tell so much of, you know, Ahsoka and Hu Yang in the belly of a pergle. Because <laughs> I kind of feel like this, most of this series really is Sabine's story, honestly. It truly is Rebels, like another season of Rebels, in my opinion, just with a little more, little more Ahsoka. Yeah. What do you think about live action Hera, too? Played by uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. The uh, the wife of Ewan McGregor, a.k.a. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. No, I, I've i liked seeing all the, the characters. I think she's done a really good job. It does make me wonder because she has a she has a kid. Will we get a live action Kanan appearance? I don't know. That would have to be a flashback. Yeah. We still haven't seen. Um, what's his name? The the oh, the big purple guy from Rebels. Um, he was in. He was only in one scene uh, during Andor, I think. It was, um, oh, it was, uh, Zeb. Zeb, yeah. Yeah, he was in, or was he in The Mandalorian? Was it The man? Yeah, it was The I want to say he was, was yeah. in one of the last episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah, he was only there for like, he was in that bar with uh, with, yep. uh, with uh, Captain uh, Tiva for like yep. 10 seconds. And I'm like, you know, I think they probably wanted him in this series, but... He's probably really expensive to animate, <laughs> so because I don't know if yeah. that's a suit. I mean, it might be a suit with you know doing uh, motion capture on the face, but I imagine he's probably pretty expensive to pull off. Maybe he'll make an appearance in one of the last episodes. I hope so because I love Zeb. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I I just would love to see a Kanan flashback. That way we get all the main you might as well just get all the main rebels characters involved yeah. in some, in some way. I want one of those damn cats. <laughs> <to be had>. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, what do they call them? The prairie cats or whatever they're called. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, here's something I've been wanting to ask you. What do you think about captain Enoch? That was, uh, introduced in this last episode, the guy with like the Roman, uh, the Roman gold Roman face mask with the, uh, the stormtrooper armor. I mean, we got to find out who it is. Cause are those uh, who... stormtroopers are the answer me this. Are those storm? The night sisters are known for animating corpses. Are those stormtroopers zombies? I think so. We're about to get a whole, legion of zombies in the star wars universe i think and i don't think anyone had that on their bingo card i did not for, i did not star have <laughs> zombie stormtroopers on my star wars bingo card no not at all that that's what i think i mean they're known for like you said animating corpses and when i saw the you know kind of broken um, helmets and pieces of armor i'm thinking yeah those those have to be those have to be zombies. Yeah, those stor poor stormtroopers are like so duct taped together. <laughs> <laughs> They're held together with duct tape and chicken yeah, wire. No kidding. I mean, even the Chimera, like they did that top when it was coming into frame and they did that shot of the top of the Chimera. It's like it's just welded together with like scraps and just 
junk. And I'm like, they're going to take that thing between galaxies? In Thrawn's hands, I trust it. Yeah. You, he's had way too long to figure out how to get back to his galaxy and I've, to screw that up. And speaking of Grand Admiral Thrawn, I've seen a lot of people online complaining about the way he looks. because He looks Lar like he's supposed to. They're like, he's short and fat. I'm like, fat? Like, he's... He's the look. Lars Mickelson is a. I'm six three. He's an inch taller than me. He's six four, and he's not fat. He's just a sixty year old man. And that you know those suits, you know, with the 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 weird pants and everything, they're not cut to be to make you look flattering. <laughs> I mean, it's, right. It's an officer's uniform. I don't think he's had a lot of options for clothing. Yeah, he's been wearing on that the same side of the galaxy. Suit. He's been wearing that same suit for a decade now. Like I don't think you know. <laughs> yeah, everybody's I, like, oh, he I thought he looked fine. He should have been played by you know somebody else or like blah 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 and this stuff. I'm like, is there anything to make you people happy? You, 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 the, I, no, I, I don't. Why you got to find something to complain about all the time? That's why when I see complaints about. Star Wars, nine times out of ten, I just scroll right through. Unless they have a yeah. valid reason, if they're just complaining to complain, I'm just like, okay, you guys just want attention. Yeah. So I'm I'm not going to give it to you. I don't get these people. <laughs> but I, I will say there haven't been a lot of complaints about Ahsoka, at least from what I've seen. Mm -mm. Everyone seems to have generally positive feelings about it. Well, it's a really well-written show. It's well-acted. The characters are, are great. Like, I love... Um, what's her name that plays Sabine? Uh, Natasha Lou Bordizo. Um, I think... I've never heard of her before, but she's great as Sabine. Um, yeah, I think everybody has done a, a really good job. Yeah, she's only got, like, four credits. Um, she was in something called The Society, The Voyeurs, and Day Shift. Oh, no, she's been in a bunch of other stuff, but just, like, low-budget stuff. Right. But yeah, she's yeah, it's, been awesome. It's going to be know, very... She, she can take a, a, a lightsaber to the gut and live. That's more than you can say for uh, a lot of Jedi. Most of the other Jedi. <laughs> through the series. Um, I, I saw a meme uh, that had her recovering from from the lightsaber wound and then it just showed Qui-Gon yeah. <laughs> his force goes just like what the hell yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm sure they've had some advances in medicine uh, over the last you know 40 yeah. years since the Clone Wars or before yeah. the Clone Wars and we haven't even talked will, about oh go ahead I'm sorry I was going to say real quick uh, a very quick thing about Anakin we were talking about how you know like he doesn't blame Obi-Wan or um, Ahsoka for turning to the dark side Qui-Gon would have been the only one to do it. Yeah. But he he did not survive Darth Maul. Well, that's the thing. I if, think if had Qui-Gon Qui lived, I don't think Anakin would have turned. No, he would have he uh, that's that's why they call it Duel of the Fates because it was if Qui-Gon had lived, none of this would have happened. Like this is all because Qui-Gon lost in to Darth Maul. Yep. Because Obi-Wan was not prepared to take on a uh, uh, a Padawan, you know, just uh, as much as we love Obi-Wan, he was he was not prepared for no. 
for an older Padawan that had never been through the academy, and you know, it was like it was pretty rough, man. You know, we did what we could, but yeah, he wasn't up for it. Um, and we still haven't talked about Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. I perfect, you know, fan casting. You know, years ago when they were talking about if you were to have a an older Ahsoka who would play her in live action, and most everyone said Rosario Dawson. She's awesome. She's just so cool. Yeah, yeah she's she seems like a really cool person. She seems like a genuine fan. I think she's been incredible in the role, and I still remember when she showed up, you know, for the first time in um, Mandalorian, and it was Rosario Dawson. Because mm. I, I would try to not read anything until the episode came out and I watched it because I wanted to go in with no knowledge, no expectations. And then when I saw her as Ahsoka, I'm like, okay, this is a great choice. And she's, she's killed it. One of my favorite episodes and my favorite thing she's done so far is the episode where, um, they, they find that ring, the, the, the hyperspace ring and they're fighting and she's ha- and the ship is, uh, out of power so she has to go outside the ship and fight the, the 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 other spaceships like outside the ship and that was like i like who thought of that like that's awesome as something that had never been done before <laughs> she's Star floating Wars, around outside the ship she's like you got it started yet <laughs> <laughs> uh and so they were still able to add a little bit of comedy to it yeah. also which you know was was great cuz most of her interaction and the show so far has been between her and Hu Yang. And, and yeah, which Sabine. don't get me wrong. Like it's, I love their interaction because Hu Yang, you know, is not afraid to call her out on her mistakes. And is Hu Yang mostly is he a live action like puppet or is he CG? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I wonder if it's in the uh, the trivia section of um, IMDb. Let's see. Da, 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 da. It'd be cool if he was entirely, you know, like animatronic. Yeah. Oh, here we go. The the handheld device Sabine plugs the droid's head into in the hospital is an old retro game console console called Galaxy Invader CGL Vintage 1978. She just holds it upside down. And we have our connection <laughs> yeah, to this podcast. Go. There's the connection yes. right there. This is valid. You heard it. <laughs> um, I'm not seeing anything about about Hu Yang. I didn't know Mary Elizabeth Winstead and you and McGregor were married. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a. Um, I think they have a daughter together. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, I I think you know. Everyone has been, this has been arguably the best Star Wars show in the sense that the story has been very interesting. Mm -hmm. The characters, even though I know they're pre-existing, the live action translation has been near flawless. In my opinion, we've got a live action Thrawn. We get to see new stuff, which has been a complaint of mine about Star Wars for years. I... I can't get enough of this show. I love it. Like, I'm going to hate when it's over. I'm going to be so sad when this show's over with. (laughs) What's up next? Like, what is after this? Uh, I know the writer's strike probably going to put a damper on everything for a while. Yeah. Hopefully that all that is starting to to wrap up. I know that 
this was as of yesterday that I guess the studios had worked out. I won't say worked out, but had presented the WGA with a, a new deal. I don't know if they've accepted. I haven't really read anything today, mm-hmm. but um, hopefully the light is at the end of the tunnel. They're still going to have to, you know, work out a deal with SAG, which is probably going to take, in my opinion, probably the rest of the year. Yeah. So it's put a damp. It's going to really this fall. We're going to see the the effects of it. Yeah. I mean, we're already but starting know, to see it without the return of a lot of TV shows right now. Yeah. So. Um, I know Skeleton Crew is in the works with uh, Jude Law. Yeah. Um, season two of Andor was filming at the time the strike started. So one of those two, I'm assuming, will be next. Uh, I don't know. I just... I. I need something. I need more Star Wars soon after this because this is too. We're we're going too good right now. We can't stop. I know. Yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed this show. I've watched every episode more than once. It's just been that good. Like you said at the beginning, it's a great mix of what's made Star Wars great over the years but doing it with new characters mm-hmm. that we can fall in love with. And I'll be totally honest. I really don't care about any more Star Wars movies at this point. Just give me, just keep giving me TV shows like this. Star Wars is better suited for shows, honestly. Like, I, I love the movies, don't get me wrong, but with the shows, we get to flesh out the characters more. Yeah. And that's the thing is that's why we love some of these characters so much. Like Carson Teva, I want. I I know they were supposed to do that one um, series with him, the Rangers uh, of the New Republic. Rangers of the New Republic, and he was supposed to be a star in that. I I they need to do something with that or something with him because he's too important of a character and too good of a character at this point to not to just keep making him a peripheral character he's too good yeah i mean who knows what could happen i mean i know they've talked about scaling back on the marvel and the the star wars content but i i'm with you i hope that they at least utilize him in a more prominent role in another series like even if he's not like the top lead character maybe like right under that where he's still a regular but maybe the main focus is not on him. What I need with him <clears throat> is a procedural like <clears throat> detective series where he's sent off to uh where there's, you know, there's small things happening in the New Republic and he has to go solve mysteries like that cuz that's what he's been doing so far is solving mysteries. Like let's just have him going around the galaxy solving mysteries. Like him and him and uh, uh, why do I keep forgetting his damn name? The purple dude, uh, Zeb. Zeb. God, why not him and Zeb teaming up and just solving mysteries around the universe? And you can have a cameo by by Dinjarin and Grogu. Yep. You can have appearances by other characters, and it, you could almost make it. You know, like in Marvel, they have the the street level of superheroes, like your Spider Mans, your Daredevils, your Punishers, that don't solve like the universe or world ending catastrophes like the Avengers do. This can be like that. It can be a very self-contained story 
but still taking place in a bigger universe. And I'm just going to give Disney and Dave Filoni some free advice right now. That's just an idea. You guys can have it. If it takes off, just give me a cameo in the show. But you could do Carson Tiva, Captain Carson Tiva. But remember the uh, the Rogue One series like of comic books, like the Rogue Squadron comic books mm-hmm. that they used to do and books? And it always yeah. focused on Wedge. But since... The, you know the, the the guy who played Wedge is aged out at this point. You could just do Rogue Squadron, but have Carson Tiva as the main character, and that's what they did. They went around, you know, solving mysteries and you know, flying around, having some dog fights here and there, and you know, they, that you could do that. That would be I would watch the hell out of that. I mean, they were gonna do a Rogue Squadron movie, yeah, but then I, I guess it got. I guess it got canned. Yeah, but you could do but that a Rogue as a series. Squadron series would be excellent with Carson Tiva. I, I'm yeah, I'm already there. You've got me at this. Like, if you make that Disney, I'm already there. Yeah, you have given me reasons <laughs> to keep my Disney Plus subscription. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but so far, let's uh, let's let's give it not a rating because it's not finished yet. But what are some parting thoughts about Ahsoka so far. I think they would have to drastically screw up the last two episodes for it to not be my favorite Star Wars series. I, I'm, because for, for the, the reasons that you've said, it has a mix of what I love about Star Wars while introducing new elements and bringing in pre-existing ones into a live-action world. And the the chemistry with all the actors has been great. The story is compelling. The effects don't look terrible, which in some of the Star Wars shows they have. Not to throw out any specifics, but the uh, the chase scene in Book of Boba Fett yeah. is one of them. But um, Ooh, but no, let's like not, let's everything. Not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, everything top to bottom has been incredible about Ahsoka. I've absolutely loved it. Yeah, there's nothing to complain about so far. I mean, like you said, the the Book of Boba Fett, like that oof, that that chase scene was oof, that was rough. As they as we'd say in the South, it was real bad, real bad. But um, like you said, there there's so many good characters in this show. Some of my favorite characters so far, and I didn't think I would like this more than the Mandalorian, but just so far, this is my favorite. Star Wars series. I mean, it has everything mashed together that I love about all the other series. Like I said, it's got the, you know, it's got the bubblegum Star Wars that was the Mandalorian and Rebels, but you also have the Sirius, which was Andor, and they mashed them together and put Rosario Dawson as the title character and called it Ahsoka. And it's my favorite thing so far that the Disney Star Wars has done. And oh, I know 100%. I keep, and I know I keep saying that every time there's a, a you know like after Andor's like Andor's my favorite thing like but this seriously like this is with Mandalorian there were only a few episodes here and there I could watch more than once but this is something I as soon as the series is over I'm going to go back and binge the whole thing again from start to finish do I watch them for a third time <laughs> I think the answer is yes yes <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but that's going to bring us to the end, I guess. Unless there's anything else you want to want to throw out there. I mean, we could go for hours about this. So 
we should probably go ahead and wrap up. Yeah, but um, but for those of you out there who aren't, um, uh, you know, who listen to this, and I'm sorry if you got spoiled on everything, just go back to the beginning and read the Heir to the Empire uh, book series. There's even a comic book series you can go back. That's where Thrawn got his start. It's uh, Timothy Zahn wrote those books, and I'm just glad they're kind of bringing that, you know, that story, even though it's not the same. There are a lot of elements there that I think Dave Filoni is pulling from. And, you know, as much as we wanted those movies, and I think Dave Filoni is just like us, he wanted those movies as well, uh, screen adaptation of Heir to the Empire. He's doing his best to give us that. And we got to love him for it. So long live Dave Filoni. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, that's that's all I got to say about it is just just go check those books out, read them, and they're great. Yep. No, I totally agree. But, uh, thank you all for hanging out with us. And uh, let's see. I guess I'll release this to the public a little later. So I'll just go ahead and say that if you're listening to this, we do these extra episodes because of our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Retro. You go over there. Even at a dollar a month, you get these episodes way earlier than everybody else. So then the only reason we do these extra episodes is because of our Patreon. So thank you to our patrons. And uh, just go to nerdcaveretro.com. That takes you everywhere you need to go. We have a merch shop. We got um, You can go to our Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff you can find right there. And if you like to watch the show, every single Monday night, we're live on YouTube at youtube.com slash at jfunktastic. And uh, let's go ahead and get out of here. Derek, please tell them what it's all about. May the force be with you. Yes. My name is Freeze. Learn it well. For it's the chilling sound of your doom. This podcast is a Zoo House LLC production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.